Welcome back to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we check out a Netflix original film in the order of release. Today we have Netflix's 84th film. It's the 2018 comedy, The Week Of. It's directed by Robert Smeagol. It stars Adam Sandler, Chris Rock, Rachel Dratch, Steve Buscemi, Alison Strong, and Noah Robbins. I'm Jesse, and here with my co-host MJ. How are you, Jesse? Good. How are you? I'm very, very well. I'm actually, I'm good because you know I'm good. I've had a good day. It's been nice. Nice. I'm disappointed that you're not wearing the shirt that you said you were going to wear. Last week, yes, I said I would wear my baby driver shirt. Yeah. And Thought about it all day today. Didn't want, to, <laughs> didn't want to mention it because I didn't want to sort of play down. The pressure the was on. I was like, oh, I came straight from work and I was like, oh, I don't don't have time to change. So, yeah, unfortunately, get me in a gross uh, check shirt. That's quite nice. I've got no issues with the shirt. I've got no issues with the shirt. I still really want to see your baby driver shirt, though. Good. I will endeavor to remember to wear it uh, next. Because I won't record. remind you. This is on you. Oh, pressure. I don't like pressure. Pressure stresses me out. <laughs> we, we, well, you wouldn't have enjoyed being in the house with Adam Sandler then. Oh, the, <laughs> the claustrophobic, the, the tension from this film. Anyway, that, that's the film we're talking about is The Week Of. We start our show with our fast flicks where we do our own little summary of the film. MJ, before we... We're going to spoil this film, obviously. Yeah. So if you want to watch this film before listening to us, please do so. So MJ, spoil it for us. Well, my fast flicks probably won't spoil it because it's, <laughs> it's more like an flicks. elevator pitch. Uh, I've got two families come together the week before their kids are to be married amidst chaos and crazy characters. Nice. That's perfectly put. I've just said the week of a wedding through the eyes of two dads. Mm, there you go. You used the title in the fast I did. Flicks. I was like, I'm going to try and be clever here. That's good. Yeah. So hang on. The week of the, week of the wedding. wedding through the eyes of two dads. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. So we often yeah. try to work out anything we can discover about a film. This is an Adam Sandler one, so surely we've got a bit of uh, information about this film and how it was made that we can discuss. Well, there you kind of hit the main point. There is that this was so. This is the final film from the uh, the four movie deal that Adam Sandler had with Netflix, and that was way back to the start. Um, so I think Ridiculous Six was the second Netflix original film, if my memory serves me correctly. Sounds about right. So you had the Ridiculous Six, the do-over, Sandy Wexler, and then this one being yeah. the week off. So that was the four-movie deal that they signed on initially. Yep. We know that since then he has signed on for another four movies, mm-hmm. uh, of which I think all we've seen at this point in time in, what are we in, what's it, March 2020? Yep. I think all we've seen is Murder Mystery. I'm not sure whether his stand-up counts as one. Yeah, but if that was the case, that would have been before the week of, don't you think? They announced the... I'm pretty sure when we did... Was it the do-over? No, or Sandy Wexler, they announced then that they extended the, yeah. the deal from there. Okay. Yeah. But so yeah. Maybe. I, I think, yeah. Okay. Either way, we've got a few more to come. We sure what do. Thing? And this is his fifth Netflix story film. It's We did have uh, the Mayowitz, Mayowitz stories, which... Wasn't a, a Madison, happy yeah. Madison production. No, a bombback no, film. No, a bomb film, but so yeah, he's... Fit. I love the versatility of Adam Sandler sometimes. Like, sometimes. I like that word, sometimes. Look, he, he's he's one of my favourite actors. Like, yeah, I mean, we, we grew up with a lot of his with a lot of his content. And you don't forget that. You don't forget no. the love that you have of, of, of a guy who brought you so much joy when mm. you were younger. Totally agree. And he just seems like a good dude. <laughs> what, what, what else you got, Jesse? Well, uh... So, just a couple of like casting sort of choices, I guess, where you've got um, Jared Sandler, mm. which is Adam Sandler's nephew, plays the next door neighbour called Jared. Yeah, so that was very original. It, yeah, I think didn't we have his wife or something in one of the other ones? I'm pretty sure his wife was yeah. in this as well. Oh, well, yeah, well, I just probably yeah. <laughs> um, and his kids have been in the other ones. The other ones, yeah. 
This one also had so the Uncle Seymour character. Oh yeah. He had uh, lost both his legs, and the guy who plays Seymour, Jim Barone, he actually lost both his legs to diabetes. So I was actually watching this, trying to figure out how they did it. I just assumed that he hadn't. I just assumed he was a fully legged male, yeah. and the the makeup wasn't great because you could tell he wasn't as old as he as he. Yeah, was. well, what does it say? He was. Um, He's only four years and six years older than Chris Rock and Adam Sandler, respectively. Yep. And so I think the character is 87 years old and he's actually <laughs> only 57. In Reminded me like some of the makeup from Bad Grandpa. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why they didn't make him have many lines. You just kind of like, like, because he might have sounded, <laughs> sounded too young. Too young. Um, I loved when I read that though. Uncle Seymour was a great character. Yeah, and like his colleagues or something just said, hey, go try out for you. You'd be good for this role. It's like, thing. we need a guy <laughs> with no legs. And he's like, you're a funny guy, so you'll be fine in this. Thought that was interesting. What anything else you've got? Uh, no, just that it was filmed in New York. Um, so the film was set in Long Island. Yep. It was filmed in Long Island in Glen Clove in Glen Cove in uh, July twenty seventeen. Yeah. So then released uh, on Netflix twenty seventh of April twenty eighteen. Same day as Candy Jar episode from last week. Yeah. And because we're so good, we go in alphabetical order. We sure do. <laughs> <laughs> we sure do. This one, um, I got a Netflix percentage match. I'm currently not living in my house, so I'm actually not watching on my own Netflix at the moment. Aww, I, like, let's the, us down. The, the people that I'm living with at the moment, um, I'm just logged. They've already logged, logged into in. Netflix. So I'm not going to log out every time. You I should use keep, it. keep. I do watch a lot going. more, a lot more TV or not TV. <laughs> I do watch a lot more movies than anybody else in the house. In the moment, but it's only short term. Just moving there for a few weeks. I got it. Um, yeah, so no, I don't have a match. I got a fifty-eight percent match. Well, you definitely should have a match because you've watched. Arguably three very similar films, if you... So the interesting thing for this one for me was... Um, yeah, like... That's a low match, by the way. It is a very low <laughs> match. It's a very low match. And I don't know what Netflix are doing, because prior to us talking, we were having a chat about... Uh, oh, yeah. Netflix have now introduced this trending, almost, their top 10 yeah. watched content. So if you log in on your, your desktop computer or a browser, you get these little boxes on the top that sort of say... Um, you know, this is a top 10 film or trending sort of thing, yep. which I thought was interesting, but, um, don't tell me this was in there. No, this wasn't, no, 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 this was not in there. But the interesting thing with this, so when I started the film, I had a 58% match. Yep. Then I watched like the first hour and I had to pause it to put the dinner on. Sure. So my, t- my TV had turned off, turned it back on. My percentage match had increased. So it went up to 81%. <laughs> That's so scary. That's like that's using data saying, well, you've watched the first half, you're going to watch the second half, we're going to bump your percentage match up. I don't like that. It was weird. That's that's messing with the algorithm. I think you might... This You should be tweeting this, Jess. I, I took screenshots of the TV both times, so yeah. It's, that's lucky that you took one at the start. Yeah, well, because... Yeah, I took a photo because I didn't have my computer and I was like, I need that for my notes. So you want to remember yeah, it? Yes, so I got two photos, 158%, 181%. Jesse, this is fascinating. That To me, that puts... That puts a lot of the credibility. Not that you know, it's an algorithm, right? Like it's, it's their it, own internal and they system. want and they want you to watch things. So yeah, they're not going to. Oh, everything is forty percent. I'm not going to watch anything. Mm. That's terrible. Mm. Well, I, I, I guess the argument is if you watch that film and you don't thumbs up or thumbs down, they're they're saying that oh, he watched this film. An hour of it, so he's gonna he's it. gonna want to watch more films like this. True. What's a film like this? This is actually. Like, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. That's really, it's a big jump. Hmm. That's a very, really big, considering you, you would have had a big enough sample size of other films, films. that would have suggested if you're going to like it or not. I probably would have stuck with the 58%, yeah. So, yeah. interesting. What about the consensus for this like one? Um, not bad, considering. I mean, 
Adam Sandler's a pretty easy target mm-hmm. when, when he does these kinds of films. Um, so anyone who wants to have any kind of credibility, if they think they've got any sort of credibility in their opinion on films, they're not going to say they liked it. So <laughs> Sure, that's a fair point. It's um, It's got a 5.1 out of 10 on IMDb mm-hmm. from 16,000 ratings. Yep. 5.1 is not too bad. I'm sure you'd take that if you were... If you were Netflix, to be perfectly frank, sixteen thousand ratings is also a pretty it's good. Pretty number. high, yeah. yeah. Um, much lower on Letterboxd with a two point three out of five, mm. uh, five thousand seven hundred ratings to that one. So, not too popular on Letterboxd. But again, like if you think a movie's two and a half, you didn't yeah, hate it. Two point three is not too bad, yeah. really. Google users seventy three percent like this one, so on the lower side. Yeah, for but, that. But but our other ones, Rotten Tomatoes, twenty seven percent. On 26 reviews, so that's certified rotten, that one. That, that just backs up my point. point. People aren't going to go on Rotten Tomatoes and be the guy that loves no. the Adam Sandler film. And the audience on Rotten Tomatoes was 34% on a bit over 500. 500. So it's small sample size compared to IMDb. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, but that's the thing. Like, I don't think anyone's ever going to go, oh, I want to see a new Adam Sandler film. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes didn't like it. Oh, maybe I won't watch it. Watch it. Like, exactly. Adam yeah. Sandler is what it is. This is, for what it's worth, it's slightly different to some of our other films. It's, it's, it's got a little bit little bit of a difference to it, but you either like him or you don't. And There's, Yeah, compared to The Ridiculous Six, The Do-Over, and Sandy Wexler, this one's a lot more realistic. It is, yeah. It's it's based it's based in a far different reality as opposed to those three. Yeah. Well, Sandy Wexler is arguably based on a true story. <laughs> Sandy Wexler's yes. But it's, it's, almost, it's almost a parody. parody like. Yeah, exactly. So, early thoughts time. Yeah, I'm kind of jumping into that, aren't I? Yes. Look, what are your early thoughts? I mean, I thought it was all right. Like, yeah. as I said, I still really like Adam Sandler. Um, and I kind of like... they. I still get genuine laughs from him. Yeah. I still got genuine laughs from this film and this kind of comedy. There's just... There was a lot, a lot of, like, meh filtered <laughs> around those laughs. Yes. Like, yes. Um, I think he's still great. I, th- I thought Rachel Dratch was pretty good in this. Mm-hmm. He played his wife. Steve Buscemi was kind of underused but worked fine yeah. Chris Rock didn't work for me at all in this film um, he wasn't in it enough nah, I left him out for like the first half pretty much but I just didn't buy him in that role and I, uh, the chemistry didn't really work for, for him and the other characters it just it felt really we've got Adam Sandler and Chris Rock let's just make them these work. two dads and I, I didn't really feel it from him sure um, but a lot of the humour it's probably says more about me than the film came from <laughs> came from Uncle Seymour for me yeah, and nice. it's they're cheap laughs Massive. But they're laughs nonetheless. Yes. Like, they're the sort of things that you write down on paper <laughs> and you know that people are going to laugh at them. And people laugh at them like, ah, oh, I shouldn't be laughing at this. But it's, yeah, funny. it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Good. You? Uh, yeah. So to me, the this runtime was just way too long. That was my next point. And yeah. there were way too many characters on screen. And I get they were doing that to try and create this chaos. This chaos, yeah. but it was just way too much for me and it's not necessary viewing this one in the Adam Sandler collection so I had a so this was uh, just under two hours like yeah. a whisker under two so hours close. Ridiculous 6 was an hour and 59 minutes yep. The Do-Over was an hour and 48 minutes yep. Sandy Wexler was two hours and 10 minutes <laughs> he, he doesn't need to be doing this <laughs> he's like I'm with Netflix I've got this freedom to make it as long as I want it's... Ridiculous 6 I remember felt like it was about four hours mm. It just so that's that's my one criticism. And you and me go through. We've got obviously got a list of films that we want to that we that we cover, and we cover them chronologically. So we know the order of films we're going to be doing. Yeah. So out of interest, I go through our spreadsheet and I put the time running times in there. Yeah. It's so rare that we're getting a two-hour yeah. film, yeah. and and for something like this to be the two-hour film that we get, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. No. So 
Good. Agree. Sort that out. Happy Madison. So, there, like I mentioned, there's a lot of characters in this one. I'm specifically not going to go through all of them. Yeah. Because a lot I'm of them hope, don't, don't deserve our we, breath. Yeah, I was going to say, probably only need to focus on four, maybe. Four? Is, I have four characters written okay. down. Good. All right. One of which has very little to talk about. Good. Let's reel them off. Well, Adam Sandler played the main character. <laughs> Kenny. Kenny. Um, didn't realize his name was Lustig. His surname was Lustig. Well, I knew that the amputee guy, uh, his yeah. surname was Lustig. True, and that was his uncle or something. Uncle, yeah. yeah. So that was the only reason, yeah. So, so Steve Buscemi was his brother? No. His cousin. Cousin, yeah. Steve Buscemi was his cousin. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, you kind of feel like this is Adam Sandler to an extent. Whether it is or isn't, that's, that's how the film made me feel. Like, real family man. Everyone knows Adam Sandler's a real family man. Yeah. He keeps everyone in his life close to him, which mm. he does because he gets all his mates' his jobs in his movies. Um, <laughs> no Rob Schneider in this one, hasn't no, I know. <laughs> he works really hard to make sure everyone is fine. Um, and then there's that Happy Gilmore streak that's yeah. just inside <laughs> him. <laughs> that's like just like loose out. every now and then. Um but not once did you ever feel like his heart wasn't in the right place and that he genuinely did care for everybody in this film. Yeah. And he was just so likable in that sense. Yeah. like uh, He was this caring, sharing character for me. Wanted the best for his family, for his daughter, for the day. Didn't matter how many times he made that trip to the airport. Like <laughs> He was just doing what he thought was the right thing to Didn't do. Didn't even have to do it most of the time. Nah. But he was quite stubborn. He was probably one of the, the most stubborn Sandler characters. Stubborn in his sense of pride. Yes. Definitely. Um, not stubborn like he obviously was very easy going with letting people live in his house yes and, but that was that was yeah. important to him yeah it was a matter of principle exactly yes alright who have you got next well I've got Chris I'm oh, sorry Kirby. Kirby did you even know his name was Kirby it was very late when they revealed that yeah. massively late I put it in capitals in my notes and it was yeah towards the back end of the film because yeah. he either got referred to as like doctor yeah or like our oh, dad or yeah. your dad or this. yeah um, and that's a good point do we believe Chris Rock is a doctor yeah <laughs> Because even that first scene, scene when he was doing surgery... It was, was like, like they were going for a cheap laugh that didn't yeah, land. Yeah, it, it never... It, Chris Rock never worked for me in this film. He felt like an imposter who just wandered onto the set and they're like, oh yeah, we'll use him. That's honestly how I felt the whole time. So nothing about the character in that sense really worked for me. Like Sometimes he seemed like this really absent parent. Sometimes he didn't. Sometimes he seemed to know lots about his family, even though they implied that he didn't. There never seemed to be this proper bad blood in the family, except maybe like a few pot shots he got from his daughter. Yeah. But then the way they described his parenting, it was just atrocious. Like he wasn't even around. He was absent, yeah. But then sometimes, whenever it worked for them, they used it. Whenever it didn't, they didn't, which got me really confused. So I I couldn't necessarily put my finger on why it didn't add up, but I just got nothing out of him. Uh, Yeah, I, I didn't get the feeling that he was a good parent until right at the end. I felt like, yeah, the whole way through, he was just... Yeah. Yeah, gave nothing to anyone really. But then it was, it was also all about it was also really important for him to be there and he was like I mean obviously he had a bit of money, but he was really willing to pay for everything. Yeah, true. But, so he wasn't this terrible dad. No. He just obviously didn't was never really in love with the mum and just wanted and just to, wasn't around. Yeah, so I don't know. But hmm. then, I don't know, man. Like, did Chris Rock work for you? The one scene that really like you know, when he finally rocks up in the film and you can tell the son is a Tyler. I think the son, the, his oh, son yeah. was a bit annoyed that he'd arrived the night before and didn't sort of tell him. And then the next sort of scene we see him, he's pretty much telling him, you need a prenup. And yeah. it was just, I was just like, let us, let's see some time together yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, just was... straight into that because 
You're not suggesting that we need more scenes though in this film, are you? <laughs> no, maybe cut that scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> cut that scene. Because yeah, it didn't right, add to anything. Scene really didn't didn't add to anything at all. Didn't so go anywhere. It wasn't like an agenda that he had. Because it didn't seem like he was really tight with his money because he was having to pay for yeah, women yeah, and hotels and stuff. And then it's like, nah, we've got to be tight with that money. It was just weird. Yeah, yeah. No, good point. All right, who have you got next? I've got Debbie. Yes, so me too. Debbie is the mother of the family, Adam Sandler's wife, played by Rachel Dratch. Uh, I actually. Despite this being Kenny's story, mm-hmm. I kind of like the fact that the weight of the wedding didn't just fall on him. And and Debbie was kind of doing everything that she could to keep the family happy. And she was just as stressed. Mm. And they didn't shy away from showing that. Like, no. yes, it was Kenny making making a sense of his pride the most important thing. Yeah. But she was, she was in the exact same boat. You know? And I thought it was impressive that whenever something happened or went wrong, the first thing he did was call her. Yeah. He'd, he'd get onto the phone straight away and be like, hey, look... This is what's happening now, and she, you know, that, like, it was just it was just nice that he always that. bounced. Off yeah, they were a good cover, and you know what? I love their screaming matches, yeah. like to get their release. Yeah. Just the the <laughs> the fact that they just assumed that no one could hear them. Yeah. But the thing is, they never got mad. Like they were never mad at each other outside of that. They was like, okay, it's like Close almost healthy. It was always off screen. Yeah, cracking at each other, and then he would just walk down the stairs like with a <laughs> smile on his face, as if nothing had happened, even though the whole house had heard everything. I thought they they had really good chemistry. Those two, they were two good characters. Agreed. Uh, yeah, she was very, very highly strung too for me. Like just, um, and I guess that that was nice, sort of in comparison to where Kenny was at, because you needed someone to be mm. like stressed a little bit. Where he was just like, "It's alright, it's gonna work, it's gonna work," and he she's was like, "Ah." Like, well, that's the thing. He was, he was. What was that? The duck analogy, where he's yeah. like, you know, underwater, he's going crazy. <laughs> he kept that facade up nicely. Who have you got next? Well, I've got Charles here. Sure, his Steve Buscemi's character, and there's not a heap to say about him. I feel, <laughs> I feel like. They were making this film, and then Steve Buscemi's like, hey, I can, I can, I'm around, I, scenes, I can yeah. be in there. And so they just made this role purely for him. Um, and it's it's a classic Steve Buscemi role in, in these kinds of films because it allowed him to shine as like this scumbag from time to time and still be really funny. And yeah. Man, the, the, the idea of him telling his dad that he whacked off in the vacuum cleaner is, and just like, oh, that was, I'm so glad I got that <laughs> off my chest. And like, only Steve Buscemi could do this role, and that's. I feel like if he wasn't going to be in the movie, that character didn't exist. Yeah, that's yeah. You didn't really need that character. Not at all. <laughs> but it was still funny, and it's still comfortable, right? It's like a comfy pair of jeans when you yeah. see those sort of guys in those films. So yeah, I thought it was interesting that this whole film is about this wedding, but you really don't know a lot about Sarah and Tyler. So like I was trying to think what to say about them. Yeah, uh, and I didn't have much. They both seemed like just pretty stand-up guys and yeah. pretty happy to go. They love their families. And... Even though that was the main crux of why Kenny was so caring and sharing because of his daughter, you didn't really get to know and like a yeah. lot about her. So that was, I thought that was, yeah. And I thought the Noah guy, that the cousin who was out of rehab for the oh, yeah. wedding or whatever, I thought that could have, could have been a funny character, but... It was supposed to be. It was supposed to don't, be. Don't, it, yeah. don't act like it was meant to be a serious Yeah, movie. it just, yeah, nothing landed with that. No, character. it didn't. It was one of those things that you like, it's like a ticking time bomb, right? We're going to put this in the room and we're going to make it's you uneasy the whole time yep. and something's going to happen eventually. Good. All right, director time. So, Robert Smeagol. Robert Smeagol. Interesting. Yeah, so this is technically his directorial debut. Debut, it is, yeah. But he has been, he's been around. So, what, sure. he was a writer for Saturday Night Live. Lots um, of writing and he's directed a few episodes too. Yep, and he's, done a lot of a lot of producing particularly on so he's done producing a late night with conan o'brien yep he's co-written and executive produced you don't mess with the zohan uh, also uh, hotel transylvania which is adam sandler as well i think he has got a bit of a background in animation as well yep so he's been around and i think i heard him say something like 
yes, I've never officially been a director, but you know, I'm, I'm around and I kind of know what I'm doing. Yeah. I've just never had the credit. Yeah. Cast. So you didn't really like, it's a good question. Yeah. I didn't really like Chris Rock, but who plays, who else could play that role? I think it, and this is almost feels a bit like it's been done, but almost like a, an iced tea in that kind of role would have worked a little bit better. Yeah. Um, the character changes a lot. With Chris that. Tucker. I'm, oh, well, no, Chris Tucker's too much like Chris Rock. I don't, <laughs> I don't reckon that would have worked. But look, obviously, it didn't necessarily have to be black either. Like, it could have been... It could have been anyone who... Almost has more of like a... A dramatic background, but still kind of funny. So there's Denzel like, Washington, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to yeah, I don't pick know. a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, didn't have to. No, you've got to have the cultural... Yeah, I'm just saying, when you're writing it down on paper, it yeah. doesn't have to. Yeah. Denzel Washington actually would have been hilarious. Yeah, because he can be quite funny. Yeah, and that yeah. would have... That would have made Kenny look so funny. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Rock just didn't have it. I don't know. He didn't have it. Yeah. I didn't like, to me, it's. Yeah, we need to stop Sandler from doing films that are nearly two hours. Yeah, that's. We need that, a tight 90 minute Sandler film. It's a hell of a point. Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff here that didn't matter. Yeah. Scene time. Yeah. So we start off, I want you to start off with some scenes that stood out for you. What are some things that you liked about this one? All right. Well, there's right, a bit of I, I reckon theme. we're going to have a lot of similar... There's, <laughs> there's not a lot to talk about this one, so I reckon we're going to have a lot of similar stuff. <laughs> so there's a little bit of an Uncle Seymour theme in mind. Me too. Um, <laughs> that's why I think... That's why I prefaced it with, I think we're going to be... Co-same. <laughs> co- I wasn't sure if you were going to like Seymour, to be frank. No, Seymour was the highlight. Good, because <laughs> I was worried that you were going to like look down on me and go, come on, MJ, you're better than that. So I, I, no. I'm happy with Considering that. Considering they got a guy who's actually got that, that condition... Well, I didn't know that at the time, time, though, when, and I still thought it was funny. funny yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> when he's in the car and he asked to use the toilet, just that whole sequence... Um, and he says, you know, can you hold on for three minutes? And he's like, I'll give you two. <laughs> and then carrying him into the toilet. Just the idea of them waiting outside. The guy goes in with them to the, like, into the toilet. Like, with them. Obviously, someone is trying to, like, <laughs> Kenny's trying to sell work to. We don't hear from him again. Like, <laughs> we, why, don't, we didn't need that. We don't see Kenny swindling work no. ever again no. either. But then the other guy rolls into the toilet, looks under, sees no legs <laughs> under the toilet and goes to, and he's like, someone's in there. No, they're not. And then the flush and... Oh, man. That was really no, funny. Yeah, all right, good. That's not one of my funniest <laughs> Seymour scenes. <laughs> so the next Seymour scene is when he's sleeping. The first time the thing bumps into his head. I like the fact that they put the dog there, sniffing yep. around the ground, because you think the dog's going to do something. Yeah. And then it turns out Sandler just, like, kicks a cord. <laughs> and the cord and it just, yeah, falls on his head. It was... thumps on his head. <laughs> I've got that down. That was funny. <laughs> that was very funny. I didn't want to like this, but I was just—I just found myself laughing. But when Chris Rock used Seymour's legs as boobs, okay, good. <laughs> this, I, the start of that, I like. Where was this going? But the follow-on was good. Yeah. yeah. When you see these stumps just sitting there, that—that <laughs> that was great. Again, that's one of those things where you're like, what ridiculous things we can, can we do with a man with no legs? Yep. And even just the way they carried him everywhere, <laughs> just just like held onto him like a big baby. I like, I like the continuation of that, like the, the stump scene where, you know, another thing falls on his head. Yeah, that's right. And then, you know, he runs into the kitchen screaming and then Debbie puts his hot pan yeah. in his hands and then the dog just gets him. Like The dog getting him just, I was, I was laughing at that. It was a good sequence. <laughs> um, and then I take a bit of a turn for the things that I like. So um, the, the chat at the wedding between Adam Sandler and his daughter when their place is on fire. Yep. Um, it was really nice. It's the whole. It's probably the whole notion of the film, um, and it's a little bit too easy to say I liked it, but I love that kind of stuff, yep. and, it, and it worked for me. 
Uh, and then on with that, the wedding dance was really nice. Just tied everything together. It was really sweet. Everyone kind of got up and danced and made amends with everyone. I was just sitting there smiling the whole time. So Good. that works for me as well. But Some nice touching stuff to finish it off. Yeah, 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 that's it. All right. Well, I got a couple. I got another Seymour one. Oh, good. I liked. I would have liked it. And this was earlier. This was um when he gets in at the airport and literally the wheelchair comes down the conveyor belt at the airport and just that going down. I laughed at that. I was like, <laughs> who just puts a full wheelchair on the conveyor belt and just watch it crash? I thought that was good. Uh, the, the, I liked the this one made me laugh as well when Kirby rocks up to this hotel that they've tried to put a chandelier in the roof and everything and you've got this hotel staff dude who's like we've got a colour TV we've got a fridge we've got yeah. toasters an exercise yeah, bar the toaster <laughs> and then and then Kirby finishes it off and goes oh that exercise bar so I can hang myself like, I, just thought that was, I thought that was very funny um, what do you think of the um, the bloke who worked at the hotel I thought he was really good yeah. thought it, I, I, it just went on a little bit too long for me. yeah I'll and yeah, that's a lot of the jokes in this. True, one. but early on, I'm like, this guy's really funny. Like, because initially, I'm like, is he even going to do anything? Is he just nodding his head? And then he actually went and bloody did, did it. it. <laughs> uh, and then eventually, by the end of it, I was like, all right, man, I'm, I'm a bit over you. Yep. Uh, as soon as like they take Seymour in to get his tuxedo, and these guys are like, oh, he's a war vet. And then the follow on from that, that baseball scene. That like had me in stitches. I thought that was hilarious. Like there's people crying and people clapping. He's like, "Oh, it's a grandchild of a vet." <laughs> I thought that scene was was really good. Yeah, okay. Um, the I forgot about the baseball. <laughs> the baseball scene was great. The and then I've got two nice ones to finish it off too, but they're different to the nice ones that you had. I liked when Kenny and Kirby are sort of on the dance floor and people are lifting them and they're having that conversation <laughs> between each other. And they, yeah, yeah. But again, that's another joke that got repeated too much. Like they kept dropping them down. No, we're not done. Too many times. Way too many yeah. times. And um, the post credit scene where they're on the porch together, I just thought that was nice as well. Same two characters, Kirby and Kirby. I feel like Kirby changed a little bit too much by that by that point. Like they're like, oh, by the way, we have got this great Kirby. Mm. You know, we didn't really see him change, but this is the one uh, we end up with. At the wedding, he went around and talked to people at tables. So that was yeah. that was the change. They tried. They gave it a crack. Yeah. What didn't you like? Well, I, I, you you said you liked it. The the war veteran thing, which I, you liked that sequence. Yeah. The whole thing dragged on. And it was so predictable. It was yeah. so predictable that they were going to get found out. Yeah. And they, the lie just kept getting bigger and yeah. bigger and bigger. And by the end of it, it was really dull. I was like, okay, I'm really over this side of the story. We mm-hmm. get, you're going you're gonna to have a bit of a relief. Yeah. Uh, as soon as he, the ambos come, the paramedics, you know that. Hundred percent. And then obviously the word gets around and the whole thing gets ruined. But yeah. Um, there's a really shit sequence where the, at the bachelor party when the music went off and they all just kept dancing. <laughs> kept dancing. Like, I, I didn't. <laughs> I know that was the whole like, oh, turn the music off for Noah. And that stuff was a little bit funny when they were saying the ridiculous things that Noah yeah. needed, but that was a bit shit. <laughs> this was not necessarily something I didn't like. I didn't initially like the whole bat thing when they're like, all right, let's put bats Tell me about in it, there. Yeah. But I kind of enjoy that they just fully committed to it. Like I thought it was going to be this stupid idea that they stopped yeah. and then they, they were actually catching bats. That came from nowhere. And I was just nowhere. Like, I was like, what the hell? Like that was, like to me, I was like, this, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> They've just lost the plot. And then they got the bag and they're throwing it against the... Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I just like the fact that they committed to it and they knew it was stupid. They just kept doing it. Because at the start, I was like, this sucks. But I was like, ah, oh, you know, keep giving me the bats. Yeah. All right, I'll go no. mind the bats now. Have that in there as well. <laughs> yeah, that, that's all I've got. Okay. Um, you mentioned before that you didn't mind this, but I didn't like the off-screen arguing between... Ah, uh, um, didn't you? Okay. Between Kenny and Debbie. I just... It's, it's one of those tropes that Sandler does, that yelling. That, and I don't like the yelling Sandler uh, in big doses. Okay. Um, so that annoyed me a little bit. Do you like Happy Gilmore? I do like Happy Gilmore. There's a lot of yelling. Yeah, but, and the same with Billy Madison. Like, they're, they're Suck my white ass ball! 
<laughs> yeah. Um, the, you, the scene where they take Seymour to the toilet in that diner, mm. I, was, I didn't like the end. I, the grunting and the groaning in the toilet, I was just like, I was like, it wasn't funny. Cheap, cheap, cheap easy laugh. Yeah. I, I completely True. understand that. The bridesmaids, I had lots of issues with them. Oh, Every yeah. scene they were in, it was just a waste of time. Like, oh, 100%. this whole decision about the song they're going to walk out to, who cared? Mm. Like, I did, at the end of the day, it wasn't needed. Like, you just right. bring them out of the wedding, dance to a song, didn't need all those extra scenes with them. Yeah, well, here we are talking about the fact that it's a, the film's too long. Too long yeah. You can cut out the entire bridesmaid sequences. They even dance for way too long yeah. with that big bowl of water that water. wasn't, like... Yeah, it wasn't funny. Nah, it didn't work. Um, there's a scene where... Um, Adam Sandler's character Kenny's going to the airport to pick up one of the groups of people sure. and he's on the phone and the wife sort of hangs up on him and continues that he's still talking to her and then it rings. I was like, it's just not, that kind of joke's it's not It's too easy, anymore, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, and the same, another obvious one is when he goes out the front and there's those two black guys just going for a walk and he's like, I'm oh, coming for breakfast. That was so obvious. That, that, uh, it was way too way obvious. To, way too I, but I, it kept going. Like I'm not sure whether, see, I watched that scene as if the audience knows that these guys are. I'm sure it was. Yeah. And in that sense, it was just Kenny being an idiot. But it would have been so much better if it was like if they genuinely made you believe. It's a hard thing to do. It would have really hard thing to do. But Kenny wasn't a stupid Sandler character in this one. True. So it didn't, didn't go with the rest of his character. Like in any other Sandler True. film, that would have made sense. But in this one, it didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that when he realized that they were just, he's like, they were just like, we'll just walk past. He's like, well, well stick around. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but yeah, have a feed. <laughs> Another repetitive thing that annoyed me was when uh, Kenny picks Kirby up from that airport and they just have the whole air conditioner thing. Oh. Like window down, window up, have a sleep. Just went on too long. It's one of those jokes that they just dragged. <laughs> Do you want to turn the air? All right, turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, turns off straight away. away. It's Sorry. <laughs> I didn't think it was great. And then for I didn't like the scene where um, Charles has his last moment with Seymour and they talk about the vacuum cleaner. I was just like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't get it. I only worked with Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Cool. All right, that's me done. What What are some things this film was trying to say? What are some themes, some ideas? Oh, well, I, the, the the big one. I don't think this film, you know, worked way too hard to make you think about it, but. Mm. Family was the main yep. thing, and the idea of being together is more important than anything, and that was relevant their entire, well, not life, but the entire entirety of this film. The week. Everyone was there, right? Yeah. Every single, their next door neighbor. It's like, why would you invite them? It's like, well, they're our next door neighbors. Yep. Like, well, you know, what a nice notion. And in comparison, you know, Chris Rock is the exact opposite of that. Yep. And yeah. A bit of a Grinch, so. True. But yeah, tying in with that family too, like, you know, parents wanting to do the best for their kids too. Um, and then that tough time where sometimes you've got to let go to and you got to, yeah. like, you know, you'll want that family connection, but you've got to have that little bit of space as it was well. It nice, wasn't it? It was really emotional, mm-hmm. that scene at the, the wedding beginning. when yeah. they were talking about it. A um, little bit of an idea too, like the, you got the wealthy versus the not so wealthy, True. but you know, the not so wealthy family, like, um, Kenny's family, like they're still generous. They're so generous, so even though they're not as wealthy. Yeah, so yeah. that was a, a nice little conflicting. Yeah. It's got idea. nothing to do with actual wealth, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and the last thing I had was that claustrophobic feeling throughout too. Like sometimes family is a lot, like it's full sure. on. Sure, great pickup. Um, yeah. All right, what do we take from this one? Well, to that point, actually, one thing that I, I did take out of it is that Sandler has this ability to create chaos, yeah. almost as good as anybody. Mm-hmm. Like he just exists, he exists in this world of chaos and he just he just navigates his way through it so well that it, this character of Kenny was like our tour guide through this world of chaos. Yeah. and. It's, it's probably not as easy as we think to, to play that role. So no. um, I really like that. But on the flip side, the Chris Rock, Adam Sandler chemistry is the thing that sticks with me. And I know they were together in Grown Ups. I've, yep. I don't know if I've seen Grown Ups 2. 
I haven't. But obviously, there's more of an ensemble cast there, so yeah. it, there's less jarring. But it, that chemistry didn't work, and you know, if they're in another film together, I'm not going to rush to see it. Yeah, the, so to me, it's the the same. I'm not trying to be repetitive, but the repetitive jokes were. So you had like just some other ones that I didn't even mention before. You, you've got the repetitive joke about the leaks in the roof. Yeah, like that just kept going on. Um, Seymour needing to go to the toilet or people freaking out that when Kenny goes, who's going to change him? Like they <laughs> did that joke over and over again. <laughs> and the same thing about like um, Kenny's family trying to get Kirby to pay for the wedding. Like they did that same line over and over again um, about old mate from next door always being like, always yeah exactly it was, it was just the length the repetition of jokes and so many bloody characters that was just the thing that stood out for me from this one well that created the feeling of tension that it i'm did. pretty sure they were trying to create yeah because there was a there was a feeling in this first half of this film particularly maybe even longer that i just felt uncomfortable but like not uncomfortable like i'm watching bloody human centipede but yeah. like uncomfortable that I know they're trying to make me feel uncomfortable and it's working. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Good. Did IMDb time? Is there any stage where you went to check on anyone in this film? Well, I did jump on for Rachel Dratch, who sure. plays Debbie. Mm-hmm. And so she's just one of those Saturday Night Live crew that she's in all those movies that kind of go along with that crew. And I was just trying to think if there was any particular role that I recognised her from, but there's not. I think she's just around, you know? Yeah. thought she was really good in this. I had two. Oh, yeah. I checked out... Seymour, the guy who played Jim Brown, and then worked out, okay, he's been in nothing. It is, I don't know, I just, <laughs> thought, I just thought it was one of maybe one of Sandler's friends in heavy makeup at sure. the start, so that's why. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it wasn't. And the other one I checked out was the guy at the hotel, um, Hanan. Oh, yeah. Um, so his name's Nasser Farris. Uh, he's been in like 24 Homeland, a lot of Hannah TV Farris. shows. <laughs> yeah, he's in scary movies. Nasser <laughs> Farris. Come on. Um, yeah, so that was me. Is he in a lot of TV shows? Is he? Yes, yes, he sure is. Um, Question time. Got anything you want to ask? Yeah, I do. Um, the first, the first one's like situation in one of the the film, and you're not going to have an answer for it because mm. it's just part of the plot. But yeah. <laughs> why would Adam Sandler offer to drive that client of his when the, the guy said he was going to drive himself? Right? He's like, oh yeah, no, I'll drive myself. I'll see you there. And he's like, no, 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 no I'll drive you. When he knows there's a bloody guy with no legs in his car, why? Why would he do that? I know you don't have an answer for it. It's just him being a nice guy. He's just, he wants to drive everyone around. That's just him. True. Uh, uh, I just yeah. That's a fair fair call. Um, why did Isaac go to the bachelor party? Yeah, it was the young kid. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Make sure you take Isaac with you. Yeah. Why? Just so you could have some funny shots of him on trampolines with strippers. I don't know. Yeah, because it was... it's not like he did something that like I was expecting something to happen yeah. that was going to be based on him. But no, he was just kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> um. So all my questions for you, actually, you can't answer. <laughs> That's okay. Don't mind that. The funeral yes. was immediately. It True. was like five hours <laughs> after he died. Because when he died, I was like, oh, well, the wedding's in two days. So that obviously, that'll happen. And, they'll sort of, and the next scene was funeral. funeral. And it's like, oh, the wedding's tomorrow. I'm like, what? Hang on. Needed another excuse to kick him out of that town <laughs> yeah. hall. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can't answer any of those no, questions. No, I can't. I can't. But, you know, well, you just kind of let it slide in these films. But I had to bring it up. If we're doing a Good. podcast about the week of, if someone's listening to a podcast of a movie they watched, they want those questions brought up. That's what I'm sure. thinking. I've only got one for you. <laughs> and I saw one. online, so Seymour, they refer to him as Mr. Lustig, yeah? Yeah. Now, online somewhere it said it's a German word for... I can't even remember what it was, but it was, someone had written it's a German word. So to me, as soon as I heard it, Lustig lost leg. Like, to me, that's... I don't know. I was just like, is that a joke on his leg? 
I wouldn't put it past, past him. Yeah, honestly. that was the only thing I could think of. It was funny when he really thought that he had one leg. He's like, hey, "What happened to your other leg?" <laughs> he rocks up the airport. The guy's like, "There's people that need this wheelchair." Yeah, man. boy, like, come on, mate. I thought he was just gonna like drop drop him off or something. Oh man! All right. Oh, He's that- like, he doesn't have a full time <laughs> carer. He's like, no. <laughs> He's got no legs. Oh man. Well, I think we're ready to wrap this one up. I do. I haven't dog. had this for a while, but I have a dog update. Dog update. As really you could probably cool. imagine. Yes, there, there were dogs in this one. And the, there was like dogs, dogs fighting yeah. each other in this one. So it wasn't a great setup for me. Like uh-huh. A lot of the times if there's dogs in a film, they're not uh, they're not on screen for a very long time. It's just like a little thing and then it goes. Yeah. But this was long lasting. The little dog was everywhere on the, the top, of the dog on top of the fridge. And then the dog just like hung out for the rest of the time on top of the fridge. <laughs> And then the big dog, so nah, my dog Todd was um, was being a real prick about it. Good. We haven't had a dog, like you said, nah, in a while, and, so that was good. And you know what? On my notes, I have a section for my dog every time. I just have to write NA most of the time. Good. All right. Time to wrap it up. We, on the Flix Forum podcast, give our films a rating out of five to come up with an overall average. Mm. Pressure's on. What What are you going to give this... Uh, sand- Where does this rank in your Sandler... It's a good question. Sandler films. Well... This wasn't it wasn't terrible, mm-hmm. um, and if you are an Adam Sandler fan, you've got him as this competent guy that's going to navigate you navigate you through the whole narrative, and you still get your laughs along the way. Like, let's not forget there are laughs in this film. Yeah, it was a little bit of a slog at times, um, and with an under, underwhelming performance from Chris Rock and that ambitious runtime. But there is there's a lot worse out there, so sure. it's, it's still two and a half stars nice. for me. Very nice. I think. I think it's better than Ridiculous Six, mm-hmm. but that's probably it. The other two are better than that. I think, I think Sandy Wexler was my. Favorite. I like Sandy yeah, Wexler Sandy as well. Yeah, good. Sandy Wexler, Do Over, Week of Ridiculous Six, Six at the moment. Good. So uh, I've said this a lot. It's a bit too long for me. The laughs along the way were pretty good at times, uh, but the repetitive jokes sort of dampened my mood on the the better jokes. Well, it just adds to the runtime, yeah. doesn't it? I, I didn't mind the, the nice ideas in there that were there somewhere through this family connection like you spoke Absolutely, about. Absolutely, yeah. You um, can't argue so that was, that was quite nice. So I'm giving it a 2 out of 5. Yeah. Which gives us a fixed form of 2.25. 2.25, yeah. Yeah. That's probably fair. Yeah, not bad. All right, social media. We are on Twitter. We're on mm. Facebook. We're on Instagram. We are on all good podcasting platforms. Even probably some bad ones. Some bad I haven't yeah. looked, but I'm sure we're on some bad ones. You can ones. Google search us and we are wherever you can find podcasts. It's nice to see that when you yeah. Google Flix Forum. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we are. It's very good. So, question this week, and I know your answer for this one already. Great. What did you think of the Adam Sandler and Chris Rock combo? There you go. <laughs> and you've answered that throughout what, like, have you Have you answered that like... <sighs> I didn't... Yeah, I don't know. It's a tricky one. The, the more you spoke about it, the more I was like, okay... Well, don't I, let me I, you. No, no. I'm like, I agree with what you're saying. But at the same time, like, I feel like you needed him, Chris Rock, in there earlier. Maybe. I think he came in too late and it didn't give you enough time to see him, like you said, change or yeah, make okay. that progression. A lot of my thing is I can't actually put my finger on what didn't work for me. It just didn't work. Maybe um, you set him up as a doctor straight up. You're like, I don't believe this straight away. And I did, because yeah. that was the very first scene, mm-hmm. right? He's doing surgery. And I'm like, well, this already feels like some sort of parody. Joke, but yeah. hang on, he's a normal guy that you're supposed to believe he's a normal guy. Because then you meet Kenny, and you're like, ah, oh, I can, I know this is this guy's real. Unless I've seen this guy a hundred times. Adam Sandler's perfect for it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're back again next week. Oh yeah. Next week we have an Indian Tamil language drama film, which is a bit of a changer. Tamil. It's from 2016. It's called Sometimes. Mm. Uh, it's directed by Priradarshan, and it stars Prakash Raj. Shira Reddy and Ashok Selvan. Nice. So, 
get on board and give that one a watch. And so we did, can what, chat about what it. language did you say it was? It's in Tamil. Tamil. That's obviously different to the other Indian films that we've done. Yes, I think. Well, the other. I think the other ones were in. Is it just Hindu? Uh, Hindu? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't have asked you that. With no. a, nah, I'm pretty sure with the other ones. So I think from. I think this is the first Tamil language film on Netflix. Okay. Cool. So that's where we're going next week. Sometimes. Sometimes. So if you'd like to watch that before we get together next week, then please go ahead. You're talking to me, because I will. I know you will. Because <laughs> I could not, and just... then we could still try and chat. <laughs> We should do that one week. One of us not watch the film and try <laughs> and sell don't it. Don't tell the other one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll rock up next week. Like, didn't watch it, MJ. So no, don't tell me. I got There's got to be a point in the podcast that I realise that you haven't watched it. And <laughs> so I'm like, Jesse, that scene didn't happen. <laughs> so you got to you got to tell me uh, what the film's about. All right. Well, there. Yeah, but if you're listening, you can watch it and then then follow on with us. I think it's gonna be interesting. I've heard good things about it. Good. All right. Well, I'll see you next week. I'll see you then. 